Hello, everyone. We are so excited to have April Gargiulo, founder and CEO of clean and cruelty-free skincare brand, Bentner's Daughter, on the Style That Finds Us podcast. Bentner's Daughter has won an award from every publication you have ever heard of, including Women's Earth Daily, Glamour, Pop Sugar, Harper's Bazaar, Town and & Country, and more. Gwyneth Paltrow, Tracy Ellis Ross, Naomi Watts, Haley Bieber, among many other celebrities, same as us, are huge fans. And with Bentner's Daughter, they donate 2% of every purchase to charitable organizations dedicated to protecting, educating, and empowering women and children around the world. April grew up surrounded by her family winemaking business and has applied the same standards that they use with the winemaking to her company. April, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. What a an amazing introduction. I love that. Well, I mean, you, I think one, so let's see, the first time I saw you speaking, I think was at maybe a Wall Street Journal conference at Spring Place. Was it the Future of Everything conference? Yes, it was. And they were sitting there and they said some headline had come out that said the oil to end all oh, oil. From the face, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The face oil to end all face oils. <laughs> Yes, it was lovely to hear your story, and I'm thrilled to be able to tell our audience about it. So can we talk about what led you to start Bintner's Daughter? Well, I didn't have any background in the beauty world other than I have been somebody who has had skin issues all my life and have done and tried everything. Mm. And also, I was somebody who, you know, um, my family's in winemaking in Napa Valley, so I grew up in this world of fine winemaking in this community of people that have um, this incredible commitment and dedication to making the very finest of something, you know, and they're doing everything it takes to accomplish that and achieve that. And so I grew up in this world where process was everything and, and really honoring the details and, and just the meticulous nature of craftsmanship, never cutting corners, never cutting shortcuts. And so that really was what informed my definition of luxury and at the same time, again, I'm going through all these skin issues and I'm using what I think are the best skincare products, the kind of luxury skincare products. They're certainly some mm -hmm. of the most expensive and I'm pregnant, you know, fast forward a little while and I'm pregnant with my first daughter and I start looking at all the ingredients of all the things, which is a super familiar refrain for, mm -hmm. for first time moms. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I am shocked to find out that these so-called luxury products, and if you could see me right now, I'm doing air quotes, so-called luxury products, <laughs> were, you know, were really anything but. They were 0.01% active ingredient. The, the rest of the ingredients were really low quality. And oftentimes they were toxic to myself and the environment. And so again, coming from where I was coming from, from Napa Valley in this place that really has this very deep deep um, reverence for materiality and raw materials and, and the meticulous mm -hmm. nature of really, you know, formulation. I was looking at these, again, these so-called luxury products I was using, and I just realized that they were really anything but. And so that was the genesis of Vintner's Daughter. I wanted to create a true luxury skincare company that was founded off those same principles of quality and craftsmanship as the winemaking world that I'd come from. It's really also disheartening <laughs> that well, a lot of the products that people think they're buying are really not exactly, you know, the ingredients that they thought that the products would include. But. Right. And I mean, it's not just in the skincare category, right? It's throughout 
almost yeah. anything, any kind of consumer good. What I found out is that the majority of skincare is made in six hours or less, oh, which wow. is really interesting because, you know, I spent about two and a half years creating the formula for active botanical serum, which was our first product. Mm-hmm. And I was thrilled, of course, when I finally came up with the right formulation mm-hmm. and I went to lab, you know, the very top labs across the country and I got turned away from everyone. No, what I didn't, <laughs> yes. From what, what I didn't realize was, okay, so remember I'm coming from winemaking, winemaking, it takes about three years to make a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. So I create this formula that takes three weeks. I think that is nothing. I think in three weeks, we're going to make, I'm going to make the best skincare in the entire world. This is genius. And then I go start talking to these labs and they're telling me that they don't spend over six hours making anything. Wow. And that, and that I'm crazy. And that, you know, trust us, you should just use this powder, this extract, this synthetic, it'll be cheaper, faster, better. Oh my gosh. And meanwhile, we start every bottle of Vintner's Daughter with whole plants, some of the most nutrient dense whole plants in the world. And then that three week process is how we're able to capture all of their incredible nutrition and plant actives. And so that's how, that's how our products are able to have this very deep connection with the skin and really bring about balance, radiance, and health. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're telling me, no, you shouldn't start with those whole plants, you know, use these extracts and powders and synthetics. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm going back to the world of winemaking thinking again, if I want to make the best of something, I can't take shortcuts. I can't cut corners. Right. And so, you know, as, as big of a bummer to say the least, as it Mm -hmm. was to have these conversations with these labs telling me that they couldn't work with me Mm -hmm. at the time, it's one of those things that I look back on now and really have such a deep appreciation for it because it really allowed me to have this very deep conviction and like like a line in the sand around what I would compromise around. And Mm -hmm. then more importantly, what I, what I wasn't willing to compromise on. Yeah. That's amazing. If you had signed on with them in the end, they would have tried so hard to break you. I'm sure, (laughs) you know, of that. Oh my gosh, that's kind of reminds me of when I found it from a nutritionist that enriched bread meant taking out all the nutrients. Right. And then putting something in. Right. Putting taking all out all the natural nutrients and putting synthetic versions yes. in. Yes. I right. mean that's such trickery. It's just horrifying. hmm I know. So that leads me to this question. What principles are most important to the brand? Well, you know, there's, I mean, many, right? So mm-hmm, number mm-hmm. one, it's, it's quality and craftsmanship. And it's really mm-hmm. about honoring mother nature, who I think is the most wise, is, the, mm-hmm. is ultimately the most powerful and is what really, you know, if you can have that connection, it's what creates our most healthy selves, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it, it is understanding that, honoring that. And again, that's, you know, we begin with those whole plants, some of the most, like I said, nutrient dense whole plants in the world. And these are plants like alfalfa and dandelion and nettle. They have mm-hmm. been honored, revered since ancient times for their medicinal and nutritional properties. And so beginning there is something that's very deep and foundational to the brand. I think mm-hmm. also this idea of fewer and better we have two products, right? We have two products mm-hmm. that are able to give the skin everything it needs to be its most healthy and balanced mm-hmm. active treatment essence and active botanical serum. I don't follow a, you know, new product introduction cycle, like most companies do that, mm-hmm. that every three months you have a new product. I, I mm-hmm. don't believe that. I don't believe that's what's good for the skin. And I know that's not what's good for the environment. So, you know, we all, we all have those drawers filled with products, right. That we purchased on a whim for whatever reason. 
and you use them for four or five days and then you never see that they never see the light again a day Mm -hmm. again right you know the products that we that we create again to be able to live by this fewer and better philosophy it means that the products that we create have to really have this incredible multi-beneficial impact to the skin and so Mm -hmm. you know to wear a vintner's daughter label it has to live up to these very very high standards of quality of craftsmanship and and ultimately of performance and so I think that's really important to Vintner's Daughter. I would also say, you know, I think so much of beauty is sold on creating fear and insecurity around mm-hmm. the consumer, right? Mm-hmm. When you think of words like correcting, mm-hmm. um, when you think of words as transforming, improving, or, you know, my favorite, anti-aging, whatever yeah. that means. Really? It's so, it's so ridiculous. Like anti, the only time you anti-age is if you're dead. And so I'm quite happy <laughs> with aging and alive. Right. Right. And so, you know, those words, I think they're really designed to create fear and insecurity, which we know drives consumption. Right. But what we want to talk about is creating joy and gratitude and confidence in skin. And so that's something that is also very foundational to our brand. And then lastly, you know, giving back and having a positive impact, not only on our customer skin, but in the world. And so we are very um, um, conscious of our environmental impact. We are carbon neutral. We are green business certified. We are almost about to receive our um, B Corp certification. And wow. then, as you said, you know, in the in the beautiful introduction, you know, two percent of every bottle sold goes to charities benefiting women and children. And so, I know that that's a lot to kind of unpack. It's all these kind of foundational elements to our brand, but they're all really important to us. Yeah, actually, it's it's so simple. I mean, you know, it's a lot of words, but it's so simple and pure. I think it's wonderful. And I just can't tell you how much I appreciate that you donate 2%. That just gives me chills. It really does. Uh, Well, it's something we're really, I mean, we're so happy about, right? right? Without our community and without, you know, being able to grow every year. Right. um, And be able to do it. Well, also maybe everyone else knows, like Delia said, you know, I'm late to the game all the time, but I feel like you don't do it as the marketing ploy. No, I mean, so this is what we've been doing from day one. It it is, you know, there's so much about what we do. That's interesting. That becomes the kind of the, the one single thing another company does and they do it as a, as a marketing, as a marketing idea. And listen, for whatever reason, people want to give back. I'll take it. You know, like if it's it's for a marketing or if it's for personal belief, whatever, I am not getting here. (laughs) It's still good. But no, it's something that has been, you know, woven into the DNA of Vintners day one. I remember, I remember when I said, I'm going to give 2%. I remember everyone kind of looked at me and said, you mean 1%. And I said, no, I mean, 2%. People would say, well, you only have to do one. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, I don't have to do any, actually. This is what I feel is my responsibility to give back. So it is, um, it is something that we're really proud to get to participate in and and grateful for our community for Mm -hmm. allowing us to participate in it. Yeah. That's amazing. And you're doing it because you, you believe in it. You're not doing it like, Oh, we need to check that box off. So let's say we're going to, okay, we'll do 1% to women and children. People will love that. (laughs) You know, you're doing it because you feel it sounds to me like you believe it you know, deeply. So I just applaud you so much for that. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. We're really lucky to be able to do it. 
April, let's talk about how the products are made and maybe discuss the desert island concept. (laughs) So, I mean, okay, so this kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. This desert island concept was not, how do I even say that? Again, this was not a marketing concept. It's something that post us, we were the first brand to ever have a single product for, you know, longer than a year. And we had a single product for five years, but that wasn't why we exist. It wasn't like that was our marketing gig. Right. But since then, so many brands have come out and said, we only have a single product. And quickly thereafter, they introduce other products, which is, you know, all good. But it's, it's always so interesting to me, because it was so hard for us to have a single product. (laughs) Uh And, and, you know, I, we had the single product, and it was really a response to I was a new mom. It was at the height of the, you know, 25 step skincare routine, that was all Mm -hmm. the rage. And I was overwhelmed by work and motherhood and all the things that life was throwing at me. And the idea Mm -hmm. that I was going to be in a bathroom for an hour and a half doing skincare was ludicrous. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was about how do I pack all of that function, all of that performance, because it wasn't like I wanted to forego anything, any kind of performance. I didn't want to compromise any results. Mm -hmm. I just wanted all of it in one. That was what we were going for from day one was how do we create as much performance as possible and in a single step. And that was really the result was active botanical serum. And then, you know, five years later, we recognized that this one little bottle was having this, just this like extraordinarily profound, positive impact on people's skin all over the world, all different ages, genders, skin tones. And we also knew that the way we were creating it when we begin with those whole plants and over the course of three weeks, we're capturing all of that beautiful nutrition in this very kind of gentle, gentle temperature controlled way. We knew that because in nature, nutrients are either oil soluble or water soluble. We knew that with active botanical serum, which is an oil-based serum that we were delivering all that beautiful oil soluble nutrition. We also knew that there was an entire world of water soluble nutrition that the skin also needed. And so that really beget active treatment essence. It was really about creating two products now that were perfectly complementary to one another. And that gave your skin in only two steps, everything it needed to be its very best, you know, because nature is so wise. What's so fascinating is that skin needs hydration and moisture. And many times those two are spoken about as if they are the same thing, but they're in fact, different hydration Mm -hmm. is water and moisture is oil. So with all of those oil soluble nutrients that we were delivering with active botanical serum, we were delivering this gorgeous moisture. And then with all of the water soluble nutrients that we created and um, captured and were able to deliver an active treatment essence, we're able to deliver all the hydration as well. So again, it's another example of how complementary these two products are and, um, and how kind of simple and easy it makes having Mm -hmm. that, again, that complete skincare, that 20 step routine narrowed Mm -hmm. down to two. I can't wait to talk more in a little while about that hydration versus moisture. Cause it's always, well, you can do this, even with your dermatologist, well, you can do this or you can do this. One of them sounds like it holds it in. And one of them sounds like it moisturizes and don't we need both? And it's all very confusing. Do you have any suggestions about how we can live our lives more sustainably? You know, I'm going to be a broken record, but I really believe it's about choosing fewer and better products Uh and just becoming more conscious consumers. 
Yeah, that makes sense to me. That's what we try and tell our clients all the time in our community that, you know, rather than fast fashion, et cetera, if you can just really be exactly. very thoughtful, kind of like right. create your your wardrobe like you would create an exactly. art collection. Exactly. Yeah. Skincare is no different. You know, right. choose those foundational pieces that are going to always service you. Like we create active treatment essence and active botanical serum. Like they are those foundational pieces. They mm-hmm. are that like, that perfect blazer, that perfect black dress, mm-hmm. those perfect, those perfect items that will always make you feel good, never go out of style. And right. always, you know, they're always the things that make you feel your best. You can put fabulous clothes on anybody or the perfect clothes, their body type and everything. But if the face and the hair aren't taken care of, it'll never, it'll never amount to much. You know, it's a whole package. Well, and ultimately it all comes from the inside anyway, right? So yes, yes. maybe maybe none of it matters. I don't know. What does luxury mean to you? Gosh, it can mean so many things. Right now, it feels like time is an enormous luxury. But as it relates to skincare, what what I believe is luxury is really the the art and the craft and the quality. It's something that I've learned by, you know, growing up and around the wine industry and the idea that you can't take shortcuts. You can't cut corners to make the very finest of something. And it's not about a price tag and it's not about a fancy bottle and it's not about a celebrity endorsement. It is about what is actually in the bottle. It's about the intentionality, the meticulousness, the craftsmanship. And, you know, for skincare, ultimately the performance that to me is luxury. Okay, let's talk about your girlfriend-to-girlfriend marketing approach. What is that? Well, again, this was not something that we set out to do. It was, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I always laugh when I use the word we in the early days because the we was was me (laughs) and I didn't know anything. I was almost, I I don't want to say this was accidental, but, you know, Mm -hmm. I created this, this product because I needed it because I was somebody who, again, had struggled with my skin all my life, had become very disillusioned with so-called luxury products and wanted Mm. something that, again, was truly luxury that was made with the finest ingredients, made with the highest attention to craftsmanship. And that, you know, again, ultimately delivered this extraordinary performance. So, you know, when I sent out an email, I launched with an email and I always joke that I think it came out of a Hotmail account to, you know, 130 people that were really mm-hmm. my friends and family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started getting orders and at first it was probably only for my mom. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe my aunts and some friends and colleagues. Soon I started to see orders and of course, and this is also, remember, I'm, I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm customer mm-hmm. service. I'm, ops. I'm, I'm everything. I started getting orders from people. I I've never been to where they live. I do Mm -hmm. not know them. Nobody I know knows them. And slowly, but surely this started happening and makeup artists got a hold of it somehow. And then celebrities got a hold of it. And, you know, we've never done any marketing. We've never done any paid marketing. Every bit of our growth is what is what we very graciously call girlfriend to girlfriend, right? This Mm -hmm. G to G because it became this thing that people had this extraordinary results with and they wanted to tell people, they wanted to tell their sister, they wanted to tell their mom, they wanted to tell their coworkers, people Mm -hmm. were getting stopped in the street to say, what are you using on your skin? I need to know. It's how we've always grown from really just word of mouth. 
Yes, absolutely. That's so great. I remember when we first started getting like people subscribing to our newsletter. We were like, do you know her? I don't know her. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, we were so excited. It is. It's an, ex- it's a really exciting moment. I mean, I'll tell you what, what was it? Three years ago when Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga were, were performing at the Oscars. Yes. And we knew that her makeup artist, Sarah Tano, who's extraordinary, was using Vintner's daughter. So it was a big night. Wow. And that, and that same night, we got an email from these women in South Dakota, North Dakota. Anyway, they were in their 70s and they emailed to let us know that everyone, including them in their bridge club, was using Vintner's daughter and that they <laughs> all had the best skin of their lives. Oh, so, Right. And so you just have these moments of discovery for people all over the world and they want to share. And it's this like enormous privilege. And we're so grateful for our community. And it's just something that excites us every single day. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. So April, how did you remain strong, even when you were facing all this pushback from labs and retailers? Well, so I experienced a lot of pushback at the beginning from a lot of different angles. You know, one, of course, was from labs who did not want to make this product that was going to take them three weeks. And and Mm -hmm. what they let me know, and of course, I was very naive, I didn't understand it or didn't know it, was that, you know, it, it took them maybe six hours to make a product or less. And I was asking them to spend three weeks. And so they were turning me away and kind of giving me the the very kind of condescending pat on the head and telling me, oh, you know, this is how we do it. You know, you use this extract powder, synthetic, everything will be fine. It'll be cheaper. It'll be better. It'll be faster. And it was really my background in winemaking that allowed me to have the conviction to stay, to stay strong. And And yeah, I mean, there were down days for sure, but I think I kept thinking back to, you know, this foundation I had from winemaking and recognizing that this product had to come to market because there was nothing else like it in the world. And I knew what it could do for skin. I knew the level of connection and just vitality it could bring to the skin through our process. And the process could not be shortchanged there. I could not take shortcuts. I could not cut corners it was absolutely background in winemaking that allowed me to have this very strong conviction. That's so interesting. So like if someone said, well, you can use all these chemicals in your wine and it'll be ready in 24 hours. Well, wait, so Allison, I think that's a really, I mean, I think that's, this happens, this happens in wine all the time and it's not chemicals. It's natural. It's natural flavorings, but it's like cherry flavor, number 10 and oak flavor, number two. And Blackberry flavor number 25 and vanilla number 10. So wow. I mean, it, it absolutely happens. You're at that point, you're kind of creating a cocktail, not a glass of wine, right? right? And so just in the same way that, you know, my family, we still make wine today, just in that same, in the same light, like what we're trying to do is have this like very pure, beautiful, enjoyable expression of these of these extraordinary properties vineyards that we have and we would never shortchange that and we are we are so happy to be sort of stewards of those properties in the same way i wanted to make product that could create that deep connection to the skin to bring about the skin's most beautiful expression its most healthy most radiant self so lucky for us that you do a lot of products they have like 0.01% active ingredients. Seems like yours have mostly all active ingredients. 
brands. Mm. So how do your products differ from other brands? I mean, you already talked to us about one main one, you know, the fact that it doesn't take six hours and it's not full of chemicals that it doesn't mention. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it really is. It's the heart and soul of what we do is that every ingredient has to matter. No ingredient is there in for fluff or no ingredient is there in percentages so small that it doesn't, it it, it doesn't really affect the skin. We're not creating Mm -hmm. products to create a marketing story, or I should say a marketing story isn't what drives our product development. Our, Mm -hmm. our product development is driven by creating your most healthy, radiant, balanced skin. And so just like if you wanted your healthiest, strongest, most resilient body, you wouldn't give it meal replacement bars all day long that have been made in a lab with synthetic ingredients. You would give it beautifully prepared, wholesome meals. Like that's what we're creating for the skin, right? Mm -hmm. We're creating whole food for the Mm. skin and which will always benefit the skin more. Not only is the immediately when you put these products on, your skin sort of wakes up and comes alive and is illuminated and radiant. Every day that you up, keep applying Vintner's Daughter Active Botanical Serum and Active Treatment Essence, your skin becomes more resilient, stronger, more healthy, just like when you give your body the very best food. Mm. Mm. That's great. All right. So let's go back to that question about the moisture versus the hydration and what's the difference. And, you know, you don't have to talk about it for a long time, just a quick synopsis. Sure. Well, okay. So it is 100% uh, understandable why people confuse moisture and hydration because it gets talked about in the same breath all the time. Hydration very simply is water, water content in the skin. Moisture is oil. Hydration, because our bodies are 65% plus water, when you apply hydration or an aqueous product to your skin, it will dive deeper. It will be able to penetrate deeper because it is um, like to like, right? You have 65% plus water in your, in your body. So it's able to dive deeper. That moisture or oil is really there to protect the hydration, to form an aqueous layer on top to maintain the hydration. So you know, we have a distinct hydration step with active treatment essence and a distinct moisture step with active botanical serum. A cream, for instance, is an emulsion of hydration and moisture together. So that is why I think so often we're confused because a cream, they do talk about hydration, moisture in the same breath, but we believe that when you have a distinct hydration step, you get deeper hydration followed by a distinct moisture step, you get better moisture, better protection. So you put the hydration on first and then the moisture kind of seals it in. Correct. Okay. Morning and night. Morning and night. So I cleanse with, I use like kind of a creamy cleanser and then I apply active treatment essence and then I apply active botanical serum during the day. If I'm being good, I put my sunscreen on and, (laughs) and then that's it. Easy breezy. Both products can be put under your eye, on your neck and your chest to really help to firm and plump and mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any advice that you'd like to share with entrepreneurs? You know, I would say pick something that you are really passionate about. Make sure that it is something that when you are eat, sleeping and breathing it, you don't get sick of it because that's what it takes to push your idea along and every single day you get up and you push it a little bit further and a little bit further. And you really have to be kind of joyful in that, because I don't know how else you would have the energy that it takes um, to sustain your idea and move it, move it forward. 
Mm-hmm. Especially when every company is saying, either you change it or we're not going to pick it up. And you know how fabulous it is. So you definitely have to really, like you said, have your heart and soul. Well, I mean, also, though, maybe your heart and soul is just making money. Maybe, Mm. you know, mine is about what's inside the product, but maybe Mm -hmm. you are just simply trying to create a product, sell a lot of it, and then sell that company to a bigger company. And so if if that had been what I wanted to do, I would have changed it all, right? Probably overnight and said, okay, what do you want? You know, and I would have introduced a new product every three months. And that's, you know, there's, that is right for some people. That wasn't right for me, but you know, again, whatever you choose, you have to have such a strong, bright North star and just like follow it with so much heart and so much hustle. Let's talk about how you are a skin driven company, not a revenue driven company, which probably I would say definitely makes your company more valuable in the end than revenue driven ones. Well, you know, we will see, but I mean, certainly you know, like we, like we chatted about, I am, you know, my North star is our product and how it communicates to this, to the skin and how it creates, mm-hmm. um, this joy and confidence and health and gratitude in the skin. And that is what moves us forward every day. That's what gets us out of bed every day. And so I think just like, you know, oxygen is not why you are here on the planet, but you can't, live without it. Mm-hmm. Like we need to have profitability, right? right. Mm-hmm. Because we can't do all the cool stuff we want to do without it. Right. Right. So, so we are a skin driven company and we make decisions that benefit skin first. Well, it makes sense because if the product works, then the money comes. If the product doesn't work, if I are, you know, if you're just so busy marketing something that actually doesn't do what it says it's going to do. It's not going to work for, you know, the long term. Anyway. Well, I mean, I, I think it is, there's all sorts of, I love your word trickery that you can kind of create in business. Right. Yeah. And really fuel growth other ways for a long mm-hmm. time before it, mm, before see, it may not catch up with you. Do you know what I mean? I do. And I'm so, really, unfortunately. Right. And so, you know, we really want to create, um, again, we, we want to create the products you marry for life, not your next yeah. product, your last product. And so for us, mm-hmm. that, that is how we create a sustainable, sustainable business that will endure. We love a family business. We also have the best and most special time in Napa. And mm-hmm. I'm, tell- so, I'm so sad. I didn't know you guys then. Whenever know, you I'm- come back, whenever you come back, you come to Gardula Vineyards. Oh my God. Most- we, we are there. We, we would love to have you. Thank you so much. So will you tell us what did you learn about starting, running, and growing a business from your parents? My parents are very passionate entrepreneurs. And I think most of all, I probably, and I don't think this was something that anyone ever sat down and taught right. me. It was osmosis. Yeah. Just to, you know, kind of go do it. What's the worst that could happen kind of thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know? And as long as you go with this, like a lot of heart and a lot of hustle and a very true vision for where you want to be and what you want to accomplish, like you can't lose. Right. I think that again, that was nothing that ever anyone ever sat down and 
we had a mm-hmm. discussion about, but it was something that they modeled time and time again. That's great. And really, I think that's the key to life. Really thinking about what's the worst thing that could happen. People are held back by that right. daily. So many people and so many great things could be out in the world if people just thought about it that way. Right. I mean, I think, you know, my kids are, I have little kids, you know, they get taught mm-hmm. this idea called growth mindset. It's basically the idea of like, what's the worst that could happen? Or another way to say it is, I just haven't done that yet. I have not accomplished that yet. I have not met that goal yet. It certainly wasn't something that was ever taught to me in school. My kids are very lucky in that way, but it's definitely something that I I learned through, I think my parents modeled that very well. That's wonderful. I love that. All right. What's next for you? That's a great question. (laughs) I've (laughs) I've got so many crazy ideas. I don't have investors. I don't have to live up to these kind of Mm -hmm. insane growth numbers and growth targets. So we get to be really creative and can throw just about anything at the wall and see what sticks. And so we have a lot of ideas, a lot of fun, cool collaborations, physical experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly, I hope we'll have more products in our future. You know, we're never going to be the company, as you know, that has a new product every three months or six months or, or probably even every year. But Mm -hmm. there are products that I would love to figure out how to create up to Vintner's daughter standards. And so that's all, I mean, that's all keeping us busy. You have expanded into tea and things like that. So Hmm. talk a little bit. Tea was sure. So tea was, was this really fun collaboration, limited edition. It came and went already. And with my friend, um, Sarah Scarborough of the Tea Huntress, and we created this gorgeous blend. I love, as you can maybe imagine, I love anything to do with botanicals. So I'm a tea girl. I'm a gin girl. I mm-hmm. like, you know, I like plants. I like flowers. I like the woods. I like the earth. I like, I like anything to do with, with mm-hmm. like plants and nature. And so that was a really fun collaboration. And so we'll have more things like that coming. So things that sort of come and go. And it's really about surprising and delighting our, I don't actually like that terminology, but you know what I mean? Having this kind of like fun moment with our community that we can share some of the other ways in which our reverence for nature can express itself. Well, wonderful, April. So everyone, we will definitely include a link to a shoppable blog post so you can try these products. And April, personally, and then we can also do the wine and your company, where can people find you? We are at uh, vintnersdaughter.com. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on the Style That Binds Us podcast. It was lovely to speak with you. And we are going to come see you. Yes. One that would day. be so much fun. We, that is a real invitation, P.S. Thank you. We <laughs> would love it. When is the best time to come to Napa? Gosh, Napa is so beautiful all the time. But I mean, I would say anytime March through October. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's chilly in the morning and can get chilly at night, but during the day mm-hmm. it's hot. And so that's also mm-hmm. what makes it so great to grow grapes. Um, that's, mm-hmm. why, that's why Napa oh, that's is right. Yeah, it's why Napa Valley wines are some of the greatest in the world because of that that temperature shift from morning to night. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's got its own beautiful little microclimate that really yeah. makes growing wine grapes. I mean, it's it's like heaven for for wine so grapes. Cool. Oh my gosh. 
Lucky you. Sounds like a wonderful I, I do feel lucky. It's a beautiful place. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And thanks for everybody for joining us so much today on the Style That Binds Us podcast. I so enjoyed being here. Thank you, ladies. 